Hey everybody, this is the Grace Society Podcast, where theology meets practicality. I'm Jay Segundo. And I'm Justin, and we are finally here. Yep. The moment of truth has arrived. Mama, we made it. <laughs> Episode <laughs> one of the Grace Society Podcast. We're glad to have you guys listening. Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome, everybody. So we kind of wanted to first introduce the heart of this podcast, kind of get you guys... um feeling part of the family and really feeling into this. So um, Gerardo or Jay, I should have called you Jay first. Yeah, uh. it's fine. You can put my <laughs> government name out there for the first, <laughs> for the first episode. Jay, um, kind of share with us, share with us how we kind of started this whole thing and this whole process. Yeah. I mean, I'm running on my um, third podcast, you know, but um, it's, it's always been my heart to um, just share what's on my heart and and share um my life and my experiences in order to be a light of what God has been doing and what God continuously does. Right. Um so that's where this podcast kind of um stemmed from where um we've just you know you and I have just been having these talks um you know some sometimes deep theological right, right. and just some you know just other normal Christian life right. practicality talks but um, yeah, that's where it stemmed from, where we, you know, this was just something we wanted to share um, with everybody, right. you know? Yeah, and I think that, like you said, we've been having these conversations for a while now, and I think now we're going to get into the place where we get to share that conver these conversations with a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, trying to just talk about truth, trying to talk about the truth of the gospel, the truth of our God, the truth of our Savior, the truth of the Bible, and the way... Uh, the Bible exhorts us to live this Christian walk and, 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 and this Christian life or race or however you want to call it. I think um, the urge to start this kind of started with seeing so many attacks on Christianity. Right. It's like this season that it seems that like Christianity is in. It's like mm -hmm. in a rut. Like everybody's all over the place. No one knows what they believe, right. how they believe it, or why they believe what they believe. And we kind of wanted to get in there and kind of um, help and root people in their faith, mm -hmm. um, give truth of the gospel. And I think that's kind of like our heart behind this podcast. Um, there's so much, uh, we can say, I like to use the word gibberish. <laughs> there's so much gibberish out there containing the word of God and the truth of who God is that um, it's really important to narrow it back down to who does God say he is. Yeah, and 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 not alone, not, not only uh, an attack, specifically like when we say attack, it's not like, persecution of the church right, right right but but attack on what the actual church is mm -hmm. and like the truth of and what the and what that looks like so yeah. um you know i think that's why we felt it was important not that we have all the answers not that we we right. we're like the only ones with the the truth scroll <laughs> yeah and we're just like running <laughs> you know follow us we know where to go um but but in reality it's just our heart is to always seek um, God's truth and 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 what that is and and just project that and and, right. and communicate that. Right. Um, you know. Um, Why great society though? A great society because one, uh, you know, we're all saved by grace Amen. alone. Um, you know, the 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 grace that God shows showed and shows for us um, is unmatched, and we're Amen. only here and we're only capable and able to do this right. because of His grace. And anything we do in life is because of his grace. So, right. you know, in that in that way that we live, um, we're society in that. And grace society also because with everything that we we say and do, 
is with that same grace. We don't know it all. We don't claim to know it all. But what we do know and what we have learned, we want to share. Right. And so um, that's the Grace Society. And, and we hope you guys kind of find a place with us and, and a home with us to, um, you know, just have these conversations yeah. and, and, and go on this journey together. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, I kind of wanted to say like a side note to because I know that we project as, you know, where theology meets practicality. Yeah. Uh, Theology is kind of like a bad word, and like you know, like oh my gosh, theology! Like, what's it gonna mean? These guys are gonna be like in the, I don't know, like right, we like scholars. A, yeah, or put on like glasses, that. grow white yeah. beards, and and put a gown on. Right, but the Lord said today. <laughs> but the truth is that everybody does theology. Right. Literally, if we ask the question, "Who is God?" Mm-hmm. Your answer is already theology. Theology. Yeah. And so the question is whether we do it biblically or not. Mm-hmm. And so um, theology is not a bad word, guys. Don't freak out by the word theology. Yeah. Um, it, when, as soon as I said, uh, where theology meets practicality, Oop, let me exit. Out of yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're like, oh, theology. I heard that so bad. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but we're, we're also, we're going to talk about all things Christianity, guys. It's not this like, um, the, we're not a theology podcast, mm-hmm. um, but rather we're going to speak about any way we feel that we can help um, the society, we can help Christians, that we can help people grow in their faith, feel rooted yeah. uh, with current problems and things that we've been, fa- Christian has been facing since Christianity began. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 technically like our resident professional theologian. <laughs> I'm just kind of along for the ride. <laughs> no. But you know what? This first episode is so 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 key because we're going to we 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 just established that we want to do everything biblically. Right. And so this is kind of like the launch pad or the foundation of which all the other episodes are going to kind of been, be standing on mm-hmm. because we believe in the inerrancy of the Bible. Right. We believe in the infallibility, which if don't get like, oh my gosh, what's infallibility? Yeah. It just means incapable of doing wrong or being wrong. I was gonna I was gonna say let's uh, let's like chop down those. <laughs> yeah, words. yeah, yeah. Uh, because I don't want it to feel like you don't know or we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, or just that it's authority. It's God's word. We believe right. that the Bible is inspired by God. And because of that, all our arguments are gonna be coming from the Bible. Right. It's the foundation. Yeah, and 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 when we say inerrancy is like there's there's um, no error, right? No to, error to to the word of God and infallibility was incapable of doing of being wrong. There you go. Yeah, so. my mind my, my mind went blank. <laughs> <laughs> You're kid. I promise I'm educated, guys. So I'm getting there. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. There was one other thing I wanted to say before we went into the first topic um but now it's escaping me so we're just gonna go right into it yeah hopefully it comes back yeah so today's episode for episode number one we're gonna talk about why we can trust the bible Mm -hmm. i mean and i truly believe this i believe that this issue of why we can trust the bible is the foundation of almost all of of our of our christian faith yeah everything rises or it falls on whether or not the scriptures that we read are true Oh, I remembered what I was gonna say. You brought it back for me. Okay. Um, th- this is a, th- and it was specifically on on the topic for today, yeah. so it's good. Um, in 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 our personal lives, yeah. as a as a in our church and all that, it's it's crazy how timely this is, um, because we do know folks and people that have now, um, you know, in, encountered God and 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 yeah, found I mean. God, uh, not not found God, but 
you know, have experienced who he is firsthand. And now, you know, it, it, it's crazy how timely it is to kind of get to know uh, the authority of the Bible, the yeah, weight and right. the anchor that it is truly in, in our lives. And, and, and not just for, for those people, but just for everybody, everybody um, right. around, you know, whomever would, would, would listen to this. I think it's important to have that in the forefront of our minds of, right. you know, wh- how much weight does the Bible truly have in our lives and how much authority does it have and how much of it are we allowing it to have? Right. It, I mean, we can be honest. We can go on Instagram right now or TikTok. Find a video that's going to be like, oh, the Bible's man-made. You don't got to believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just so much attacks. And I've so seen it- those <laughs> pop up on my Explorer page all the time. <laughs> We're just like, I'm just, I, I see those videos. And I'm like, I'm hoping people aren't falling for this because yeah. the whole idea here is to destroy the Bible. Right. And but behind those, those, those guys, those guys, not us. We're no. trying to. We're you trying know, to root you. us back into the <laughs> into the Word of God and and, yeah. and, and show it or people how the Bible itself claims to be inspired. Yeah, you know the Bible itself claims to be the Word of God, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the times we hear, "Oh, just the Bible can defend itself." It's very true, um, but we must know how it defends itself. Right. You know, a yeah. lot of the times we want to like, "Oh, the Bible defends itself," and we leave it there and we don't even give explanation to anybody. And it's just like, okay, I guess the Bible explains itself. Mm-hmm. Kind of like just sitting there and just yeah. wondering how it does. So that's kind of what we want to dive into today. Um, yeah. And I'm not like saying I know there's many different lines of evidence. We can go from historical to archaeological to um, the Bible itself to scientific. Mm-hmm. There's so many different lines of evidence to prove that the Bible is true. Right. Um, we could get to into all of those. But today I wanted to just what does the Bible say about it? Yeah, absolutely. Know? I think that's a, a that's a good starting point, because um, once we start trying to get into the, all the arguments and, and different right. um, evidences like right. You know, we can we can go down rabbit holes. That, that's right. fine. I mean, we got time for it. But <laughs> um, I think the 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 foundational um, step to take is what does the Bible say about itself? Right. So we can we can start with the the, the first point. Awesome. So the Bible actually claims that all its words are God's words. Mm-hmm. And so when we come to the Bible and we open up Scripture, we every reader who grabs that Bible and begins to read. They have to acknowledge that the Bible claims to be the very word of God. Right. They have to come with that heart posture, come with that knowledge that what I'm about to read and what I'm about to grab has claimed in itself that it is the word of God. Mm -hmm. And so that from the beginning, that point has to be established in us. But what I want to make sure that we understand this is this part's kind of funny is because a lot of the times when we say that it's the word of God, people picture that the people who wrote it. Mm-hmm. Where like there's a cloud that came over them and right. and God began to speak and rolling thunder <laughs> and these guys started convulging and and their hand was unshaken was started shaking yeah. and they grabbed the pen and they started writing and and God started that's not the way it went down. I think we get that idea a lot from like movies and stuff <laughs> where like you know especially like Greek mythology where right. Zeus himself comes down and just writes stuff with thunderbolts on stones. Right. Um. So we have that idea, you know, we have that idea like oh Paul probably when he was writing those letters in prison he the man was shaking and God was just taking his hand and writing it for him like we don't that didn't have to happen for the Bible to be authoritative. <laughs> it's like his hand is right on top of Paul's This exactly. is what you're gonna write. Exactly. This is what you're writing. Right. Or he had to speak audibly so that they can hear the exact words that God is saying. Yeah. But even though we're not saying that, mm-hmm. what we are saying is that what they wrote and the quotations of other people and all these things, what we are saying is that when it's rightly interpreted, they come to us with God's authority. Mm-hmm. And that part of rightly interpreted is for a whole another podcast. We're not even <laughs> going to get into that. 
But what we do have to understand is that God claims that the writings that are inside the Bible are mm-hmm. authoritative. Yeah. And it didn't have to happen through convulsion. It didn't have to happen through the audible voice of God. Right. But that the authority comes from the Lord claiming that that which we read, he has approved of. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think the, the one argument that I, that I usually hear there is that, you know, the argument of imperfect men. You know, right. of, of man writing, you know, quote unquote, what they say is quote unquote, the word of God. Right. And so that's where they kind of lean the argument of, 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 of you know, fa- fallibility or yeah, yeah, failure yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of, of possible mistakes in, right. in, in man. And I agree, like there's there's problem in, in oh, man. man for we're sure, we're yes. imperfect. But at the same time, the key is what you said is that. The, these are words that God approved of. Right. You know, God wasn't just like, oh, y'all write what you want and exactly. then we'll see what they get from it. Like, you know, these are approved right. of words and 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 we can lean on. I mean, especially 100%. especially in my life, you know, I, I could I could I know I can depend on on God and, right. and, and his constant, you know, being there and his yeah. constant authority. So for me if i if i view god that way i can view his word that way exactly you know and and view it in the in the fact of like he approved this he you approved know? it right it wasn't just a man just like oh i think this is gonna be cute if i write this right here right so and, and that's exactly what we're talking about when we say when those words that we read are rightly interpreted they come to us as authoritative they right. come to us with the authority of god yes and so and actually the bible itself claims it Second Timothy, Second Timothy, sorry, <laughs> chapter three, verse sixteen tells us that all Scripture is breathed out by God, mm-hmm. and that it's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. But the key part of all of that was that it's all. He didn't say some Scripture. He didn't say only the Old Testament or only the New Testament or only the Book of the Prophets. Mm. It said all Scripture is right. breathed out by God. Right. And when I see that God Himself claiming that all the Scriptures in itself together in its coherence in in its in its how in its cohesiveness yeah is all breathed out by him that allows my faith to be put in trust because i'm not putting it in man right i'm putting it in the god who's never changing absolutely i'm putting it in the god who's not a man who can lie therefore my faith isn't i'm hoping paul made it right i'm hoping that david wrote the correct words in which i can put my faith on but mm-hmm. rather my faith is in god claiming that the words that i'm reading are true right are inspired. Right. And if this isn't too much of a curveball for you, yeah. Can you define or dis- describe um breathed on by God? Uh, breathed by God. I think that's what you said. I hope I'm not misquoting. Yeah, all scripture is oh, breathed scr- out by God. Breathed out by God. Okay. Yeah, so there's there'll be some um versions that will be all scripture is inspired by God. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of the a lot of the time when we think inspired, that's a, I don't want it to come to that conception where again, it was all audible and all convulsion, all these things. Yeah. But the Bible tells us that uh, spirit understands spirit. Hmm. And the way the Lord actually gave the writings or the teachings of the or the revelation of who he is and the plan, the, the majestic plan of God wasn't because he had to appear to Paul and the blinding light. And we understand that all that happened. But the way that these 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 things were revealed to them was spirit to spirit, not necessarily audible voice to human flesh mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's the importance of of the all things inspired by the holy spirit not necessarily audible or convulsion or anything yeah like that. and i think that the, the spirit to spirit not to go down that yeah, yeah, yeah rabbit hole of um 
interpretation. But I think when when we talk about true interpretation, we we talk about it happening spirit to spirit, right? Not, you know, not spirit to heart or flesh or or man. You know, right. so. But yeah, we're not gonna go but, any yeah, deeper than that. I, I just want to say one thing because we're talking about the word being inspired by God or the Holy Spirit um, writing the Bible, but the Bible also claims that who knows the mind of, of God except the Spirit Himself. Right. And so these 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 words that we read, they are way, 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 way too out of our intellectual mm-hmm. understanding to actually think that a man wrote any of this. Right. Like the inspiration came from the very same spirit who knows the mind of God. And that's the that's what we have to lean on. Not necessarily I'm trusting Paul with my whole heart. It's not about trusting Paul. It's about trusting God. It's about trusting the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. who divinely inspired, breathed out all scripture. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, that takes us to uh, when we refer to the Bible as a divine authority mm-hmm. or as of divine authority. Right. We refer to it as it. We refer to it as a volume, right? Um, do you want to explain that a little bit? Yeah. So, so a lot of the times, and this is one of the things that kind of like irritates me a bit. You know, <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. So they're like, "Oh yeah, Justin. Like, I believe the God of the New Testament." Mm-hmm. What? So the God of the Old Testament? Yeah, because every time I read the Old Testament, all I see is all oh, destruction. I just see an angry God, and I I, I don't want to believe the God of the Old Testament. So I got the God of the New Testament, and so the the scriptures in which I believe are only the writings in the New. Mm-hmm. But the Bible is one volume. Absolutely, the Bible is cohesive, coherent. It's together. And the God who wrote the Old Testament is the same God who wrote the New. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us that the God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yep. So to di- differentiate the God of the Old Testament and the God of New Testament is to claim that there's two different gods. Hmm. Therefore, he ceases to be the God of the Bible. Hmm. And you've created an idol or you've created a, something of your own imagination if you want to distinct the God of the Old Testament and the New. He's always the same, constant. One of his attributes is is that he's constant in everything, never changing, unshakable. And so we have to believe who he's expressed himself to be rather than I like the Old Testament, but I don't like the new or I like the new and I don't like the old. Yeah. And I'm going to pause you there because um, I'm not even going to sit here in front. There was a time in my life where my thought process was so right of like well you know like old testament god just seems really <laughs> wrathful and he's just out here killing everybody you know like all they did was say a lie or right, something right, you know right, what i'm right. saying and 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 i'm i'm taking it from a view of the covenant i now live in mm-hmm. versus the covenant that they were living in then back then right, right? that's one point but at the same time i'm viewing it as i was viewing it was viewing it as a as a as a point of where am i more comfortable Mm, do i feel more comfortable believing in a god that is gonna just like pat me on the back and say it's okay i love you so much like i just love you like for who you are so much which is true that you know yeah we don't want to take that away god is love god is love but as as we usually say in, in our in our classes in our teachings yeah god is also just yeah you know, he's also his characteristics yeah. are, are 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 full of. No, just, we can also say he's a god of wrath. He's right. declared himself to be a god Ab- of wrath. Absolutely, he's that god. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and people fear, not fear. They they kind of stray away from that 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 teaching and that understanding. Right. Out of one, not wanting to freak people out. Yeah. And two. 
of their own comfortability. comfortability. Yeah. It's like sure. if I if now I'm starting to hold up a standard of a God that is just and wrathful, right? That puts more responsibility of me <laughs> on me yeah. to you know for my actions, for what I for, yeah. for 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 the things that I do, for the things that 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 you know. It puts accountability. Absolutely. Right. That, I think that's the word I was looking for. Right. And. Rather the other way, if my if my God is the God that I make in my head and in my heart, right. if if He's full of love and, and He's a big cuddly bear, like you exactly, said one time, yeah. big big old Care Bear, Care bear yeah. um, you know, I do what I want, exactly, and He's gonna love me, and He's okay with it, and He's fine, yeah. And but but that when we get to that point, that's yeah. dangerous because now you're making a God for yourself. Yeah, it's not the God of the you're, Bible. You're turning into Israel right out of right. Egypt. You you're making a little golden calf no, for yourself. For sure. Like, you know, we have to take God for who he is. And we have to understand at this point in 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 in, in where we are as a culture, as Amen. as Christianity, is that our God is a just right. and a wrathful God. Right. He is love. He's love. He's grace. But he's, he's all mercy. these things. Yeah. And so that's that's the biggest point. God has defined himself. Mm. God has revealed himself Through in scripture. Right, right. You know what I mean? Progressively, a progressive revelation where he has shown different attributes of who he is. Mm-hmm. Let him define himself. Yes. We don't have to define God when God has already defined himself. That's good. And a lot of the times I tell these people who are like, oh, New Testament only, forget the Old Testament. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's, I say, all right, fine. Let's deal with the New Testament God. Hmm. Have you read the book of Revelation? Mm. Have Have you actually finished the New Testament through? They're like, um, no. yeah. Have Have you read the chapter in Acts when Ananias and Sapphira lied to God and they both just dropped it? Boom. Like, are, are, are we are we trying to, to to highlight with a black sharpie those verses or those that book, mm-hmm. the dreadful book of Revelation? Right. Um, because we're we're okay with this concept of a God who's only love. Hmm. And we don't want to deal with the other attributes of who God has claimed he is. And so that's a whole part of when we talk about the Bible being one volume, the Bible coming as a divine authority in its cohesiveness, in its entire 66 books. Mm-hmm. That's what we speak on with that when we say that one volume. Yeah, I think it. I think this is super important um, as we're talking about um, the authority of the word. So once once we establish that authority and right. as we're going to you know continue to just kind of point out um it it solidifies what we can trust right and it it then defines god for us it defines right. the holy spirit for us it defines who jesus amen. is for us amen and so when we hold the bible to its actual weight we have a lot more concrete stuff to stand on right. versus our own feelings oh, versus man. our own comfortability or somebody else's comfortability that they're teaching through. <laughs> we're going to have to, we're going to have to talk about that one. Day. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> but you know, just right now, I just wanted to reestablish why, yeah. why we're even talking about right. the Bible's authority and why we can hold on to it right. and why that matters. Why and, it matters. And, and this yes. is one of those points why it matters because it, it, it starts to define who God is for us Amen. in our lives, in our everyday. Amen. So, Amen. yeah. Okay, so a lot of times when we talk about scripture, right, we've talked about the infallibility, the incapable of being wrong. Mm-hmm. The divine authority of scriptures are due to the fact that actually they are the word of God. That's where the authority or the divine authority comes from. Mm-hmm. It's not because Paul has this crazy divine authority. It's not because of any of the writers had this crazy divine authority, but the divine authority came from God himself. Mm-hmm. And if the scriptures weren't breathed out, inspired by God, profitable for teaching what 2 Timothy 3.16 told us, 
then we would have to question divine authority. But because the Bible has declared for itself to be of God, hmm. it's divine in its authority. Right, right. That's good. I mean, there's nothing more to say from that. That that, that itself, <laughs> yeah, it, it speaks for itself. Right. Um. I. I. And and it's it's inspiration and it coming from God. It it's shown in in these facts we have here where it's it's written by 40 different authors yeah. right and it covers a span of 4000 years yet stays in unity <laughs> um like you know we can barely we can barely That's write crazy. a song between two people Man. and 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 get it to kind of be cohesive like right. we could work it out but this is in a span of weeks right, a, right. A, a, a month maybe the most but if if you're talking about 40 different people men spread out though not not even not knowing each other yeah spread out in four thousand years four thousand years i mean that's that's crazy that that has to be the hand of god directly right. over what he wants to right. communicate to his people right. because like other than that you know somebody this is what i always think i always think when when people start thinking uh, and start arguing again that that man wrote it right. um okay fine let let's 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 go entertain with that. Yeah, saying, let's yeah. entertain that thought. Let's yeah. go with that thought for a second. Okay. If a man wrote scripture, yeah, would he make it like not that it's difficult, but would yeah. he make it impossible for for a man to to uh reach 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 certain things? So like holiness, right, righteousness, right. Uh, you, you know, like That's good. If if That's a man good. wrote it, he, he he's not writing it. Um, how am I going to make this hard for myself? <laughs> right, right, yeah. How am I going to, oh, dying to myself. That sounds great. No, no man, wow. uh, no, naturally, I don't do that. I don't wow. I don't just naturally say, how am I going to make things difficult for myself? <laughs> if, if man wrote it. it how it, do we exalt ourselves? Right, how yeah. do I, yeah, how do, how do I praise? How, how do I get up? How do I, how do I go higher? How do right. I achieve? But yet it, it, the whole word is about. Uh, 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 sacrifice and 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 submission wow. and and servanthood, right. you know, into a God who is all powerful and Almighty. I don't think, like you said earlier, I don't think we can come up with things no. like that. Like no. I'm creative, bro. I'll tell you, I, you know, you and I are creative. Right. We it, can it, give ourselves way too much credit. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not that creative. And right. there's no there's way no I'm way. coming up with 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 a with a whole book. Of, of of word of scripture and and it being that cohesive for for forty different authors for four thousand years there's no way right it it, it has to be a product of one mind mm -hmm. it has to be a product of one mind which That's is good. of God yeah. because you're talking about a span of four thousand years not four hundred years not forty years mm -hmm. four thousand years with forty different authors and the Bible yet still contains its organic unity. Hmm. Like, like in the sense of where the book of Revelation actually has more references to the Old Testament than it actually contains in verses. Hmm. Meaning for the book of Revelation to have been written in 4,000 and these books maybe have been written 3,000 years ago in order them for to, to contain its cohesiveness, its unity. Yeah. It had to be a product of one mind. Right. It had to be. Right. I mean, and, and, and. You know, mind you, we're not we're not discounting the natural aspects of it of of men probably being scholars and studying oh, for sure and studying you know scripture and knowing scripture and 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 relating it to what they're writing. But the the fact is, is that 
its inspiration is so divine that it 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 just continues um its ability for revelation from beginning right. to end you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that that that's just the part that we have to um kind of hold on to and and think about really you know before we we start questioning the bible's authority mm. right exactly and so i t- i try to explain sometimes this uh authority of the bible or where we see the the unity of the Bible. And I'm sure that people who are listening have experienced this as well, where you're like, this that I'm reading in Colossians was in Matthew. And mm-hmm. in this part of Matthew, I remember reading in Exodus. <laughs> or how did how did what God promised over here com- get completed over here? And then I'm waiting on something, or now I'm living an actual prophecy that I'm seeing written in Scripture. Yeah. And, I'm, and and all of that is just to prove that this can't be written by any like 40 different minds. It has to be organically brought into unity by one mm-hmm. and that one being God. And, and and that goes into this this thought that we have. And I, I love this. Um, the scriptures are so united yeah. that we cannot even believe one part. Yeah. <laughs> without believing the whole bible. Yeah. And and and, and so that goes we're, we're, you know even reversing a little bit back to when we said, you know, those who choose to uh I I believe the new testament god or yeah, the old yeah, testament yeah. or whatever that may be, you believe when you believe it all. Right. You know, and if we sure. and if we're reading something and 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 we're like, wow, that speaks to me. It's it's the whole bible. It's the whole it's bible. It's the whole word. It's yeah. it's one. It's all in one unity. And and the scriptures that's wild to me. I mean, not wild like I don't believe it, but just like so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so beautiful because it's like again, if 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 it were up to man, there'll be holes in it. There, sure. there there there'll be you know places, gaps, loopholes. But the scripture is so united that it's just so cohesive that if we're in one spot, if we're solid and in, in believing somewhere. We'll find that somewhere else, or God completes it somewhere else, or or, or God speaks of it somewhere else, yeah. or you know, it, it just it, it it all has a roundabout way yeah. of of coming together. Yeah, like you just said, the unity that we believe in, we literally cannot believe in the New Testament without believing in the Old. Mm-hmm. We can't believe in the prophets without believing in the law. Mm-hmm. And we can't even believe in Christ without believing the apostles who literally made Christ known to all of us. Mm-hmm. His character, who he is, his accomplishments, all those things. It's 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 important and it's imperative to understand that we need to believe the whole Bible for the whole Bible to make sense. Hmm. It, it, it's it's, it's, it's say imperative. That, say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> we do. We really, in order for us to understand the Bible and its unity and its a whole and, and to see the beautiful progression of the revelation of God and his redemptive plan unfolding and everything, the beauty, the things that we celebrate. Look, at, we're about to celebrate um, Resurrection Sunday, but mm-hmm. in order to fully re- understand Resurrection Sunday, we got to go all the way back to Genesis. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Literally all the way back to Genesis. Mm-hmm. We have to understand from the very beginning, the fall, and, and you're like, oh, but that didn't happen until like Mark or whatever, or Matthew or Luke when, when Jesus died. Exactly. Mm. Th- that's the point. The point is that we're able to see God's beautiful unraveling of his plan. In yeah. chapter 3, verse 15, he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman mm-hmm. and between your offspring and her offspring, and he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15 is the first announcement of the gospel of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's That's big. I mean... That's probably a whole other teaching, right? But that's, I'm not, we're not gonna go, we're not gonna unpack it. The important part is to see that God, the God, what God is saying in that moment mm-hmm. is that Jesus is gonna triumph over the devil. Yeah, 
That would that's we can literally just put it like that, and we yeah. don't have to get into it. <laughs> but the 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 uh, the important is to see Jesus' death, Jesus' victory was seen from the moment that there was only two people on earth. Hmm. Jesus' death and victory was only seen from the moment that the fall happened in the book of Genesis, the beginning of all things. Yeah, seen and proclaimed. Like seen and proclaimed. Yeah, called it out. Called right. it out. Right. Easily. Yeah. That's- and when you have to, you when you when you talk about the power and the divine authority of the of the of the scriptures, you have to confront this fact that the Bible claims something from the beginning and the genesis of the world, mm-hmm. and you saw it come to completion. Right. And we're not even. I don't even think there's anybody people left that don't believe in the person of Jesus Christ. There's proof that he existed. Yeah. There's proof that he did what he did. Mm-hmm. There's there's over 500 eyewitness accounts of the resurrection. Hmm. Over 500 eyewitness accounts. Right. And so to see that the Lord of all lords has such a majestic plan and revelation proclaimed in Genesis, fulfilling years, years after. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you claim that the Bible is man made? Right. Yeah. And and just like you know, eyewitness eyewitnesses in itself, it's it's like you know what is written is not this fairy tale made up um, thing. Like these right. are these are things and people and places and and accounts in history that 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 are written down in the history books right. that are written down in 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 the word. And and so they just it's kind of a cross reference, right? right? You know, like the word says something and it's kind of proven, not that it needs to be proven, but it's kind of proven through what um, man has witnessed, eyewitnesses, things, right. you know, physical accounts, uh, things in history. So um, it's it, it's cool to see, you know, yeah. I, I think those things are cool. I've, I've never, you know, I've never been too much of a history buff, right? right. but I, I think when those things happen, you know, um, I think it's cool to see like the. Uh, not that they're all accurate. I don't think I've ever really saw one fully, but you know, like the National Geographic mm. uh, specials on Jesus, right? Like you know, I, I haven't, I, I can't sit here and say I've seen one, but um, in its entirety. But right. you know, it's it's like the fact that that you know historians and history books, historians, not even Christians, historians right. have to claim that it's true, right? They have to claim that it's true. They, and, there's just undeniable evidence at this point, and that goes and that just continues another checkpoint to the authority, the truth that the Bible holds. Right. Now, obviously, we don't have to get into this, but they do claim he's just a good teacher. You guys claim whatever you want. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, that we'll get into something like that later. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a different topic. But, but I want to kind of go touch this because if we just saw that in Genesis, he proclaimed the gospel mm-hmm. and that this that was the beginning of the, the very first proclamation of the gospel mm-hmm. in Genesis chapter 315. Then from that point on to the death and resurrection of Jesus, there was a progressive un- unraveling of his plan. Mm-hmm. And you see that through the life of Abraham, Moses, all these people, all these characters in the Bible. And you see the, the foreshadowing of who Jesus is through the tabernacle, through all these things. If you're seeing the development of that promise... Mm. You're seeing the development of that promise through the scriptures by 40 independent writers, many of whom understood very little of the plan that they were unfolding. Moses didn't know that Jesus was written all over the tabernacle. Right. He didn't know. (laughs) No, for real. He he did not know. He did not know. He's just being obedient to the word of God. But what God is doing is little by little, I'm showing you. I'm showing you my plan. I'm unraveling this plan. Moses is not smart enough to write Jesus all over that thing. Hmm. He's not. He was just, okay, God, you said 40 cubits of this and 40 cubits of that and whatever it is, you want this type of wood. And if 
he just was being obedient to what God had instructed him to do, yeah. not knowing that what he was building was literally a resemblance of who Jesus is, hmm. what he would accomplish, the day of atonement, the law that he gave them, all of them, none of them knew what they were doing. But right. God in his omniscience, God in, in his all knowing said, I'm going to unravel a plan through 40 independent people to show my wisdom. Yeah. And those are those are definitely deep topics um, that we can we can dive into. And um, but I think the the takeaway there is that God is almost like breadcrumbs, right? Right. And and He's just kind of in His plan, as you said, showing us how it develop, how it starts, how He calls it out, and how it develops throughout His right. Word. And you know that obviously goes back to the dependence that we can have on, on on God and who he is um and his nature and his and 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 his nature to complete all things that he said he would do right you know and that's that that's the word in itself also i try to tell people if we're going to we're going to talk about the bible we got to explain this mm -hmm. right explain how the old testament mm -hmm. has given 350 prophecies of the person of jesus christ mhm mm half of them coming true and have been historically recorded. Right. Like half of the words that were written in the Old Testament about concerning about the person of Jesus Christ, a lot of them coming from the book of Isaiah or the prophet Isaiah, coming true and being fulfilled in Jesus Christ himself with the other half coming to be fulfilled in his second coming. You cannot explain the divine authority in the words of that have been prophesied in the Bible and showing to be completed in the person of Jesus. Hmm. You can't. No one took a lucky guess. Right. <laughs> it wasn't a lucky guess that Jesus Christ was going to come do this. It wasn't a lucky guess that he was going to be born of a virgin. It wasn't a lucky guess that he was going to hang on a tree. It wasn't mm. a lucky guess that the Son of God was going to bear the sins of all of all humanity. It wasn't a lucky guess. Mm -hmm. It was the, the function of the wisdom of all-knowing God right. inspiring his word. Right. It's not we. If we're gonna simple down the Bible to lucky guesses, we literally just looking for something. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> we're we're looking for the excuse to just not believe at that point, um, to to find the hole because you know God really just hasn't left holes right. to find. But you know, and 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 that that for me is like you know the cherry on top of why and how we can really lean on the word of god of, of scripture of opening the bible and knowing that this this the the physical book that is in our hands the right. physical pages that we turn right. are god's inspiration his word right. coming coming co coming to man you know and through his inspiration through right. through his speaking and it, it's it's amazing it's kind of like a comforting thing right. it's you super know? comforting like like I think growing up, you know, growing up in the church and, 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 you know, being in Sunday school almost every day of my life, yeah. um, you know, there was kind of this panic of like, what if I miss something? Mm. What if like, I, I'm not understanding this and, um, or, or, or what if I'm like putting belief in something that mm. I was just taught that maybe the, you know, people made up or, That's or, good. you know, but now as, as, a, as a, as a grown man and as a father, as a husband, you know, it's comforting to know yes. that I can open that book yes. and, and, and have God 
speak to me. Yeah. You know, like, speak. you yeah. know, not in like some it's woo, living. Yeah, yeah, magical yeah. spiritual sense. Like literally, right. I can open the book and know that that is the word of God speaking, speaking, not speaking, speaking <laughs> directly to me. Right. You know, and, and that's the beauty of knowing the authority that the Bible holds. Yes. And that's the beauty of establishing that in our own lives. Right. It, it's beautiful in understanding. And, you know, I used to be that person where like, oh, man, God's not speaking to me. I'm freaking right. out. <laughs> I'm like, God, why haven't I heard you? You start on a, like a 40-day fast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, maybe I, I've repented for everything and I'm <laughs> laying myself down. I sang all the songs that there was about surrender. I'm like, just speak to me again. And not knowing that if I just would have opened my Bible, God would have spoken. Spoke. Immediately. Immediately. Right. The word isn't dead. The word is living and right. sharper than a two-edged sword. And we can go into all the verses. But it's important to understand that a lot of the times we're looking for a feeling, we're looking for an experience, but the Bible in itself has been preserved, divinely preserved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into Christian history, because, but the way the Bible has been preserved mm -hmm. is so, so amazing and mind-blowing mm -hmm. that it has to be divinely preserved. Yeah. And for us to be looking for experience rather than what is written, a lot of the times it leads us into danger hmm. because we hmm. don't want to open our word because we're looking for that shaky. Yeah. We're looking for those chills. Right. We're looking for that just that that Tears, word to just speak. Oh, that warmth, warmth of my heart, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. And God's like, oh, I've written and I want you to get to know me. I want you to open so you can know when I'm actually speaking to you. So you can know what my will is. So you can know my purpose. So you can know who my kingdom is, what I like, what I don't like. But no, we're always looking for experiences. Right. And and, and it's not to... to, to uh, what's the word? It's not to clown or to debunk. The physical experiences that we which do, are true, which, which can happen, true, yes, which happen, yes. right? You know, for sure, happen. But they are not the the priority, or in or um, correct me if I'm wrong. They're not the importance, right? Like it's right. the value isn't in the experience or the physical experience. Right. It's it the value is in what God is doing or what God is speaking, right? And and when we when we're talking directly about what God is speaking, right you know, we have to look no further than the word of God. Right. Well, scripture triumphs experience. Right. Because you can come That's and good. tell me, hey, I had an experience, Justin, where the where I just felt the Lord tell me that I can do this. Mm -hmm. Bro, but the Bible said it's a sin. No, it's okay. I had an experience. Mm -hmm. But I don't care what experience you had. Right. God didn't go, just go tell you to go sin. Like, right. he, he literally did right. it. it, it right. He Whatever he experienced you have, it will not and cannot contradict what is written. That's good. It cannot because then he's two different gods yeah. saying two different things. Mm. So it's important to understand that because a lot of the times we want to lean heavy on an experience, but the word of God and the authority of scripture will always triumph over what our experience is. That's good. Our experience should complement that which is written, but never replace. Yeah. And that's important. And, and, yeah. Because I, I say that because, you know, as you were saying the whole, um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you know, when you were younger, you didn't hear God and right, yeah, you went into this like sure. freak out mode. I, I, you know, that, that brought me flashbacks of, <laughs> of like when, when I was going through that as well, of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not. And, and it's not about that. And, you know, that that's where like my heart is right now is, um, scripture. Yeah. The, if you want a starting point, scripture, scripture. <laughs> yeah. If you want something to really lean on scripture. Yeah. If you want to, to have a foundation of something, go to scripture. Yes. If, you know, if you want to yes. know God more, go to scripture. Yes. Like all, all the other things mm -hmm. 
they can be mistaken. Yeah. They can they can have error. We, we they can Amen. be faltered by our feelings, our emotions. Amen. What will never move the the floor that will never be taken under you. Yeah. Will be scripture, right? Scripture that is can preach. It is is is, yeah. is 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 the greatest foundation. If you're starting off, if you're just now encountering God and wanting to know mm -hmm. more of Him, if you've been in this walk for a minute and are yeah. just like, I'm here, I'm there, I've been up, I've been down, I've yeah. been boom, I've been boom, and you need a reset, scripture, right? No, for sure. And and, and I think you know, I love this episode. I love this topic because yeah. that we've talked about because. The, the 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 best place to 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 really just hug and secure yourself to is scripture yeah. and that will help with everything right no <laughs> and the last there's two things i'm going to say and then yeah. i want to wrap this up because yeah. i always found these two um very funny because we're talking about why we can trust the bible mm -hmm. the bible told us that the earth was a sphere while everybody still thought it was flat <laughs> No, really, like, like the Bible had already claimed the shape of the world and the shape of the earth, mm. and astrologers were like, "No, I think it's flat." And, oh my goodness, it is. Oh, you were right. It's not flat. Yeah, and and it's because the we feel like, well, if you would just went to the Bible, the Bible had told us that for a while. Mm. The Bible also told us that the Earth moves in an axis. Well, mm. they thought the scientists and the and the astrologists thought, oh, the world's just floating there somewhere. <laughs> Like a dish in space. And they find out, oh, the Bible, the, I mean, oh, the world does move on an axis. <laughs> We're like, yeah, the Bible proclaimed that from the genesis of all things. The flat earthers are going to come for you, bro. Dude, let them, <laughs> let them come. But it, 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 the, my, my point in all this yeah. is not even science can refute the Bible. Right. That's good. Not even science can refute the Bible. And it's important to understand. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that to you. Oh, my gosh. Now I trust the Bible because science proved it. No, 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 no. We trust the Bible first and foremost because God has declared it. Mm, yep. But understanding that the Bible has even taught science what it should believe is uh, in, in so amazing to me that, wow, I can lean on this so heavily. Yeah. And our heart behind this episode is really to allow us and our, this community that we're in, this um, great society, to really begin to lean on the word of God. Yeah. There's uh, some statistics that me and you were looking at the other mm -hmm. day, and it's like 97% of Christians or who claim or are professing Christians don't read the word every day. Right. And that's a problem. That's scary. That's a problem because we're we're looking for a spirit-led. We're spirit-led, mm -hmm. but we don't, we don't even know what spirit we're following when, <laughs> when it's not the word of God cutting what's from the soul and what's actually from him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that. I remember when you told me those stats, I was like, Yikes. Yeah. But but at the same time, I was there. You right, know, like right. I was I was I was there as a as a Christian and right. we can, We've we can all put been quotes there. over that, quote unquote Christian as I right. was. You know, and um, you know, taking the quotes off now, you right. know, just solidifying and 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 depending on scripture every day exactly in my life. But I remember those times where it was like everything's about like what is the spirit saying? Right. What right, is the right. spirit moving? Which he does again. One thousand percent, he does. Spirit does. He speaks the spirit still today. moves. All that, absolutely. But what is not replaceable? What is not just a option? If yeah, you want, for sure, is scripture. Scripture is an important. It's vital. Yeah. I think. And I hope that's what this episode did was what it did in our lives. Mm -hmm. Made us go back to scripture. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? If you have, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I don't even read my Bible, like, or I don't even go to the scriptures or whatever it is, it's not too late to start. The, the, learning this is kind of what kind of catapulted us, me and you, to actually begin to go into these scriptures, right? To read every day, to look at the riches of God in the scriptures, and so this wasn't an episode so that we can feel bad if we're reading the Bible or not, but to encourage us in the book and encourage us in the faith of God, encourage us to be rooted in His Word and not be um, turned off by maybe looking at um, so many different chapters, so many different verses, so many different authors, but knowing that it's of one mind. And because it's of one mind, it's in unity and we can trust it and we can go to the scriptures fully believing that what we're reading is authoritative and divine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think um, just finishing off, I think um, I agree with that. I agree, I agree with that notion. And um, my encouragement would just be don't allow the the thought and the feeling because there, there, a lot of it is our own, our own emotion yeah. of but what if I don't understand or where do I start? Just crack it open, crack it open. and read because at read, that yeah. point, God is speaking right. regardless Amen. because it's the inspired word of God, as Amen. we've been saying. Guys, so, we thank you so much yeah, for, for joining us on episode one. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We're looking forward to to really going into these topics and, 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 and sharing truth with you guys. And like we said in the beginning, we don't claim to know everything. Mm-hmm. Um have grace with us. We 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 love to share the truth of the gospel. We love. We're passionate for His Word. So um, yeah. whatever we can um, share with you guys that helps you guys in your Christian walk and your Christian growth, then we're so happy to be able to do this. We thank you guys for listening, and um, just have a blessed day. Yeah, and talk to us. Talk to us uh, yeah. on social media. Interact with us. We want to know. Um, how you guys are liking it, how you guys are liking the episodes, what you guys want to see more of and and where we can be better. We always want to grow. Always growing. And do better. But follow us on Instagram and at Twitter on at the Grace Society podcast. Yes. Right. I believe that's our handle. At the Grace Society only. Yeah. At the Grace Society on Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. And we on all the social media platforms. (laughs) We here, guys. All right, guys. Love you, man. All right. See you guys. Bye.